0: Welcome back to Dum Dum's 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons & Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host! Alan, Declan, and Honor System are in the middle of a gravcar ambush where they're attacking Bethany Rathburn's armored convoy. Will Honor System be able to destroy a flying limo while he's on top of it? Can Declan get Frederick unjammed? And will Alan survive a high-speed chase knowing she's never driven a car before? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons, 2099. You can always go out to sea. Take to the sea. Keep it secret. Yeah, (laughs) keep it safe.
1: (laughs) Actually. Yeah, because if I can get it spinning or something, or at least l- help them lose control, then I can like kind of weave around and hit it and knock it to the side. Okay. Again, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking.
2: You drive the SUV. It's heavier than your car, obviously, because you're driving like a, a shitty seahorse. But you manage to knock it up into the uh, lane of traffic above, so it also gets battered by a few vehicles. Excellent. And it begins sort of spinning and tumbling diagonally down through the other vehicles sort of towards the ground. I need you, please, to roll me what in Star Wars would be a brace check. But hmm. here <laughs> is I survive. And I'll say, because you're kind of using magic to run this, I'll give you a plus one because you're kind of managing your mischief, as it were. Sounds good. That's 10 total. You are kind of, like, flung forward, but you're able to kind of magically buffer yourself from hitting the dashboard. Okay. That said, you are also now drifting up into a lane of traffic, so your car gets smashed as well, and you're kind of spinning forward while it's spinning down and away from you. Mm. So we go to top of the round, (laughs) uh, the limo, the... Limo can still hear shooting from above, so it thinks it's probably fine. The driver's going to gun it, though, so the limo on our system starts to kind of tilt upward and start trying to break free of the the traffic. Does Does that affect me standing on top of it at all, or is it not that steep of a climb? It will soon, but it doesn't currently, which
3: brings us to you. I'm going to climb in through the turret entrance. How are you going in? Just like sort down? I'm just going to drop in. I first want to make sure,
2: like we've made some assumptions here, but I want to drop in. Quick scan, is Bethany in the limo? You drop in, so obviously sort of like a nice, large, well-appointed limo. Mm -hmm. There are guards lining both sets of seats, so there's sort of three on each side. There's no sign of Bethany. Perfect,
3: okay. So, Honor System is going to activate one of his subroutines that he hasn't done yet. The old, like, computer voice comes on and says, Activating Oni mode. And, um... A traditional Japanese ogre face appears on his visor, so it's got, like, the bulging eyes and, like, the curved-out teeth and, like, the hideous grin. And I'm going to attack the soldier closest to me. Okay, go ahead. So that is a 13 to hit. That'll hit. And I will use my skill Savage Fray, where everyone that I didn't hit... (laughs) within striking distance, takes shock damage if their armor class is not higher than
2: uh, 13. So none of them have armor class higher than 13. So go ahead and roll your damage and they'll take it as shock. Six damage. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been in combat surrounded by people in a long time, let alone people in a small team can. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason that the samurai droids do most of the fighting in the various wars around the world. And it's because of situations like this. One of these droids... Dropped into a small room mm-hmm. is a disaster. So you proceed to just wreak <laughs> gory havoc. If on- those windows were tinted, they are now. <laughs> You just turn it into a splatter fest. Like Fantastic. It's just slicing and dicing. Normally shock damage applies slightly differently but I think in this case it's literally just Thank you uh, for that. Oh <laughs> well, no worries. Uh, it's just a series of it's not even I think that you move faster than the eye can see or anything. It's just every strike is placed exactly where it should be right, and right. Uh, by the end of it it's just a
3: gore-filled limo. It's that horror movie sequence where we just see the first strike and it just cuts to outside the windows so and we hear screams <laughs> and just see blood spraying against them. So my, my last little piece then for my turn is to just inform everyone on the comms. Beth and is not in the limo. And then I look over and see Alan has rammed
2: the other one, and I'm like,
3: okay, we really need to deal with these four military escorts.
2: <laughs> that brings us to the SUVs. So one of them is slag. The other one is going to try and right itself. Again, you, you can tell this driver, obviously, since this is the vehicle that has Bethany in it, the driver is clearly the best of the bunch. So manages to sort of skid the vehicle across tarmac and kind of suddenly wrenched it at the last second to break it loose from the vehicle that T-boned it. And the SUV is basically a hover vehicle now. Like the grabs aren't strong enough to get it off the ground, but it's still above the ground enough that they can floor it. So they're just taken off down the highway, which weirdly they have to weave around some old kind of debris and stuff, but it also means there's no other vehicles, which brings us to the escorts. The two that were chasing that SUV have now overshot and are kind of turning back towards you, Alan. Mm. And they're going to open fire with their guns. I'm going to give them both disadvantage because they're shooting through traffic. And you're also out of control. So it's hard to track you because it's not tracking someone I'm under control.
1: Yeah, I'm not moving in a predictable no, manner. No, you're yeah. moving
2: in a being pinballed by a bunch of cars hitting yeah. you away. Ooh, double sevens. That would mean something in Final Fantasy. Uh, so nothing for that. <laughs> a seven and a five. They're firing, like, micro-rockets. Other cars are just getting blown away. Mm -hmm. But every time they've got a bead on you, something comes into the way. So... Couple civilian cars blow up and kind of like skid off in various directions, but you're still being buffeted around. Okay. But you're kind of like regaining control.
0: So, as I'm panically hitting Fre- Frederick for being such an asshole, <laughs> uh, I yell through my com link to Alan and I'm like, she's in the front SUV. If you stay near it, they can't fucking shoot you. We got to bring it down.
1: All right, on it.
2: Which brings us to uh, Alan.
1: I want to try to gun it after that SUV, I want to try to dive down towards it and get like as close to it as I possibly can even if I can like hover a little bit above it
2: it's running about the same speed you are so the odds of overtaking it are low okay Um, but you can certainly pursue it
1: I will pursue and I'm gonna get my laser pistol out
0: use your magic Alan (laughs) use your magic there's four fucking murder copters (laughs) we all die
1: okay okay just try not to blow our cover or my cover Um, it's blown
2: (laughs) if you
0: die we
1: still lose. All right. Um. How far away is it from me?
2: Within range of, of most of your stuff.
1: I'm going to roll down that window of mine <laughs> and one hand on the steering wheel. The other hand uh, just is like hanging Ace out. Just like Ace
2: Venturing it out yeah, the window yeah. <laughs> with your hand.
1: And blasting a fireball to try to consume <laughs> the car.
2: So you reach out and it feels fucking good to let loose because you're normally trying mm-hmm. to keep this under control. And Bourbon Sherp is just like. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and the uh, the fireball blasts out of your hand and just roars forward, burning under traffic and strikes the back of the SUV. And the entire thing explodes in a burst of flame, um, huh. kind of rolling and burning.
1: I didn't expect that.
0: Where I am, you just hear me over the com going, yes, I did it! (laughs) Um,
1: I just thought it was going to, you know, like force them to stop or, oh, shit. It did.
3: Oh, Alan, we missed you.
1: Why did it explode? Okay, so what we need to do now
3: is
0: we've got to take out those other fuckers and then we got to get Alan to this meeting where she can go, where's my mom?
2: (laughs) Okay, so honor system, you're in a limo full of dead men. What do you do? I think before
3: I attempt to commandeer the limo in terms of like start piloting it i would like to get on that turret and see if i can take out one of the 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 military security security vehicles i'm assuming it's going from like second level up to third level yes that's correct
2: the way these movement bands are working currently you're kind of one move away from where the two that are hovering trying to shoot alan are Mm -hmm. you have the two that are circling you so you're going to target one of the circling ones yeah Yeah. that's the cleaner shot because i'm I'm not skilled with
3: firearms okay so go ahead and, and roll your attack please give it a go So that's a 16 on the
2: die, and I don't think I have anything to add to that. Uh, I'd say you can just add your attack bonus. Oh, think that's plus six. Plus six? Okay, great. So a sound hit. The machine gun does 2d12. Six total. One of the vehicles is sort of hit by like a series of of laser blasts from you firing the the gun. Not enough to destroy it, but you can tell that it's definitely taking some damage. Next up, we have the limo. The driver hears fire again, but is clearly getting comms. So he's going to do a barrel roll and try and knock you out of the turret. All right. He successfully manages to sort of spiral barrel roll the limo. Honor system, can you please roll me I mean, a I'd skill love- check and add two? Because I think we've established that you're really good at freezing. Yeah, uh, locking my joints. So if yeah. you just lock all your joints and your hands on the thing, you're likely going to hold on. Five. Five. Or not. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say you lock your joints, but unfortunately the whole little turret system is so slick with blood uh, that you slide off, uh, and now the limo is upside down. Mm-hmm. You're hanging off the gun. Cool. Okay. <laughs> to use the turret,
3: I sheathed my sword, and so what's happened is my sword was inside. I reached down and grabbed it, and as I turned upside down, I turned it sideways, so now it's a crossbar that <laughs> okay, I'm hanging on to, just hanging onto
2: my nice. my sheathed sword out of uh, this limo. Legion, always helpful. Brings us to the escorts. They're actually going to pull off from the limo and fly to the crash site. Their turn is going to be moving one band closer. The two that we're trying to shoot, Alan, are going to try and close in. They need to roll pilot checks to kind of weave through the traffic, but they're trying to get down to the crashed SUV. Both of them kind of pull into a holding pattern. One of them seems to be guarding it. The other one actually lands, and you see an orc hop out tactically with an assault weapon and kind of run towards the wreckage. Which brings us to... Declan, I think you're actually out of range for most of this.
0: The last time I would have been reloading... Now that it's down, I would be trying to head through the trees to be able to get sight. I don't know if it's like... If it's vehicle far, I don't know if I can make it with the rifle. That's just a question. I
2: think you would have had a vehicle, like a bike. Yeah, you did stash one. Yeah, yeah, so I probably have a
0: bike with me, yeah.
2: Okay, so you hop that. You'll use your movement to get up great up to range which brings us to alan
1: i think i'm gonna have to take out the other escort
2: the one that's hovering yeah over the it. one that's
1: hovering over it there's enough electricity going on already i figure it, maybe it'll <laughs> give witch bolt a boost can i pull above it
2: yeah they're pretty low yeah i'll need a pilot check though because your vehicle's pretty fucked up
1: okay five
2: you attempt to coax life into the grabs mm-hmm. but unfortunately they're too damaged you're kind of hovering at level. You can go lower, but you can't go higher. Obviously,
1: I can't. I can't witch bolt from there. So um,
2: you can't witch bolt straight ahead. You just shot a fireball straight ahead.
1: Yeah, but fireball has 120 feet range. Witch bolt has 10 feet.
0: Yeah, but you could stay at the same level and move towards it and then yes. shoot it. Like Tokyo Drift it. <laughs>
1: All right. Okay. I will Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> just, just casual witch bolt
2: as I'm just yeah. like,
1: as I'm like fishtailing. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm pretty sure that's how they got Vin Diesel to do that cameo too. He's just like, yeah, you know what? I will. I will Tokyo Drift. <laughs> um,
0: that's okay. what he sounds like on his own time. But I yeah, said he's yeah. like, I'm Vin Diesel. I love my family. I will take this job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. You took your drift towards the vehicle, and you can feel the grav cars getting more and more shaky. Yeah. And you can hear Bourbon just be like, Alan, I do believe that this vehicle will be inoperable very shortly. We should go. And you kind of, like, wear him as a backpack uh, yeah. when needed. So he kind of, like, affixes himself to your back. And as you get close, time slows. Can you roll your attack?
1: Nine.
2: I'll give you advantage. With the, the electric storm going, yeah. magic stuff is particularly boring
1: that was a nat one.
2: Nat one. So we'll take the nine. The yep. nine. <laughs> so you leap from the window, kind of hands outstretched to Witchbolt. Bolt. As you do so, like a micro rocket hits the car, car explodes oh, behind you, you throw your hands out to blast it. But with the storm and everything that's going on, you just can't quite focus. The implants are good, but in yeah. a non-magic world, it's still very difficult to do this sort of stuff. Fair. So you slam against the sort of cockpit window and you're kind of crouched there. And Bourbon Sherbet's is like, oh, thank God we were not in that car. Uh-oh, this is worse. <laughs>
1: I think I should take a bonus action, because this is not where I want to be. I'm mm-hmm. going to take a bonus action, Misty, step the hell to the ground.
2: So you appear in front of a very confused orc, which brings us to top of the round. So the limo is going to have to roll a check to continue to fly upside down, because grab vehicles are not built yes, that so way. It's,
0: it's now yeah. grabbing itself towards
2: the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, an extreme grab vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, he can't continue to run it that way, so he kind of like spins it back up and over. Honor system you're able to hold on. Okay, You're not in the pilot seat of the, the right, turret, yeah, I'm like you're just on the, the roof again, again. On top, yeah. uh, Which brings us to you. i got to end those
3: shenanigans against, so it's armored on the outside. So yeah, I have to hop back inside and I think I'm just going to push like the button to have the driver window come down, like the the, the divide between, between the, 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 p- the privacy the, screen the driver, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just have that come down. Is there one driver or is there someone in the passenger seat also? There's a driver and an additional guard. And an additional guard? Okay. I'm just going to bodily throw myself in there, like kind of between them. Elbow to the driver's face, foot pushing the other guard out the passenger door. Out the door. All yeah. right. Uh So roll two attacks, please. Full Terminator. Yeah. Nicely more. Yeah. I'll drive. So that is a 11. Oh, and that's a nice one.
2: 20. Both will hit. The driver is dressed as a chauffeur, not a guard. Oh, thank God. You crack him in the head. His head bashes off the window, uh, and he's out like a light. And then you successfully boot the lady in the passenger seat out. She manages to like get a pistol out and like snap off a shot as she goes, but it just pings off the ceiling, doesn't okay. you? And you hear a very sickly wet thump as a car hits her. And then a Oof. little more uh, A series of thumps as she goes down. Blats, yeah. Um, before oh becoming a, a stain on the ground. You now have control of the limo.
3: So driver's side door open. Just give me a little more space. Get that guy out of here. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> and um, I'll get on the comms just to see what I can do best. Declan, do you need to be picked up? But I got to shoot an orc that might shoot Alan. Alan is in danger. Yes, she's
0: right by the crash site. We don't know if Bethany's dead. Also, we've got escorts coming in. We're just standing here. We can't do many rockets, so we need you to start dealing with escorts.
3: I'm on my way, and I'll start driving towards the escort vehicles that are targeting Alan. This episode is
0: sponsored by Shopify. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Welcome back to my first advertisement. That's right. It's the great wizard Bukake here to talk to you about the Patreon of Dum Dums and Dice. It's an amazing opportunity for you to contribute to a show you enjoy and appreciate even more shows they're making elsewhere, too. For $1, you get access to the fan-only Discord and a pre-session video and post-session DM chat for each arc of Dum Dums and Dragons, including all the historical ones. At $5, you get a weekly tableside chat plus an ad-free feed where you don't have to hear any of us talking to you about Patreon or any other products that pop up. At $15 a month, you can name NPCs and submit names for places and things that have to get used in the show and mess with Tom. And at $25, you can create your own NPC that'll interact with our heroes and get a special thank you at the end of every episode. Just go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join today!
2: Okay, wicked. So next round, you will all be there. Okay. Which brings us to the escorts. We'll do the one on the ground first. He levels his rifle at you, Alan, Mm -hmm. and he's going to just snap off like a series of quick shots. He will hit and he will do eight points of damage. Yikes. So you misty step, you kind of appear in a puff of smoke and he just by reflex guns a few shots into you. And then we'll do the one in the air. It can't really target you because you're next to his buddy, but he sure as shit can target the limo. So he's going to open fire on that. He misses. Again, just too many vehicles in the way. At this point, we're just in a full-on Michael Bay cacophony of like exploding vehicles, crashing in slow motion. The other two reach the site. Alan's down. They're going to turn probably on the limo as well, but I need to roll to see if they can actually pull off that turn. So the first one manages to turn, the second one does not. So the second vehicle, in attempting to pull a full like 180, mm-hmm. gets T-barred by a truck and crashes into the ground. So now there's two in the air, one on the ground. The, the one that got t on the one that was damaged? So the one that Honor System shot is mm-hmm. now facing back towards the limo. There's okay. the one mm. that Alan just tried to attack that is facing back toward the limo. And then there's the one that is parked with the guy that's engaging Alan in combat. Okay. Declan, you have just pulled in on your bike. Think like a swoop bike. So yeah. it's slaved to the ground, but there's no wheels. Because there's no wheels in this world. Everything flies. <laughs> it's cool. I'm riding a speeder bike. Yeah. So I see the situation and
0: I see a guy looking at Alan, but after... LOLO I'm I'm like Alan Rip his fucking soul out (laughs) Uh, And then I turn And I want to shoot The back of the winged one So I can try to do more damage Raising that Loaded Frederick I'm like come on You handsome bastard Honor system needs to help And we love that boy
2: (laughs) 11 Not good enough You fire the shot Your aim was fine Wind conditions were fine Just vehicle got in the way Dings off something By now, traffic is starting to pull away from all of this. Understandable. But there's also not a whole lot of places to go. You know, it's like, do you drive into the ocean or do you drive into the the ground? (laughs) So everyone's kind of scattering. It's also very dangerous to move off these pathways without announcing it. So there's a lot of general panic and confusion. Great. I'm going to duck into a fucking bush. (laughs) I just (laughs) just hit the ground to try to be sneaky. And if you can roll me to see if you run out of ammo. I already did. I'm good great brings us to alan
1: getting shot never feels great and i don't think it's something that really gets any easier or less impactful so i double over Mm -hmm. and fall to the ground reach out to his leg okay and cast vampiric touch okay that's 15 damage, necrotic nice. product to him.
2: Um, he lowers the rifle, like, to coup de you. Mm-hmm. And Berber and Sherbert's like, oh, no, Alan, I'm a survivalist, Berber, <laughs> but I want a survivalist friend. <laughs> um, dramatically, it's like him, like, crawling up your back to try and like cover your head in case this guy does it. He lowers the rifle, and then all of a sudden, he just keeps lowering the rifle as his arms <laughs> start to wither and can no longer hold its yeah. strength. And he falls to his knees.
1: And I, I kind of picture myself as he's falling. I'm like crawling, crawling up him, him. Oh, just getting fuck. more out of him.
2: And yeah, he so gets stronger as he yeah. gets weaker. So eventually you're you kind of like put a hand on his shoulder and you force your way up as he goes down. And to get to full standing, you just put your hand against his head and kind of push it to one side. And as he hits the deck, he just turns to ash.
0: And how much health did you get back from doing that? Seven. <sighs>
2: Terrified, beautiful seven. monster. <laughs> Bourbon Sherman's like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. I give, give Bourbon a little pat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you did, buddy. Good work.
0: I okay. yell from a distance, Bourbon, remember, there's a gun in you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but who needs a gun when you have an Allen? Honestly, from what
0: I'm fucking doing with Frederick, you're right. <laughs> uh,
2: so he's dead, so I can knock him off the list. Okay, top of the round. The limo is you. <laughs> <laughs> You're in control of the limo. Um, There are, again, 200 killers left. One has taken damage from when you shot it. Yep. One is kind of hovering above Allen and the wreck. Okay, so let's go for the one that
3: has been weakened by gunfire. This is an armored limo designed to protect VIPs. So I'm just going to ram
2: it into this thing. Go ahead and roll me a pilot check, please. And I'll give you plus one. Because I'm deliberately trying to <laughs> I mean, honor collide system, with
3: the vehicle. Yeah,
2: honor, honor system is good at weapons. And now that this is his weapon, I feel like it would make sense. Plus, it's not moving. It's a
3: stationary target. Yeah. It is a limo, and when very long and and thin, so the the sort
2: of cars. Um,
3: <laughs> it's, uh, that's, that's an eleven. was oh, uh, a Buick
2: LeSabre. Um <laughs> You just fucking plow through this thing, and it's better armored. It's more versatile. You can see it start to like pull up and away once it realizes what's happening. Hmm. But no, you just drive straight through it, and the limo barely takes. Oh, beautiful damage! Like, and it's kind of one of those like getting hit with a train things where it's just like <laughs> like you just drive your way through the, okay. the wreckage. Yeah. And out the other side. So now you're driving away from the scene? Yes. Okay. So I'll have to do a hard pivot. Hard pivot. That brings us to the final escort. It's going to open fire on Alan. It starts spraying the ground with machine gun fire. So. I'm dead. No, you actually don't get hit. I rolled a nine and yes. a four. Yes. Uh, and he only gets plus oh, two. Oh, thank God. Basically, if he was using a targeted weapon, maybe, but he's literally just spraying yeah, as yeah, he yeah. turns. You know, the gunfire misses you by centimeters, but it's all you need.
1: Misses a miss. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, so that's that. That brings us to Declan. Great. I want to shoot the thing
0: shooting at my wizard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking Frederick, don't do
0: this to Alan, okay? This isn't for me, it's for Alan, I think, while holding my breath to be a (laughs) professional
2: sniper. Gotcha. Motherfucker. No. Ten. Shit. The bullet pings off the back of it, unfortunately not, dealing for their damage. So that brings us to Alan.
0: Um, I whisper in your ear, I'm like, you can go
2: in. If you've got Bethany, they won't shoot you. uh, Yeah. What does the car look like? It's in bad shape. These things were built with pretty good roll cages. So Mm -hmm. it's honestly, it's pretty bad. But in terms of are there still people inside? Possibly. Mm -hmm.
1: For movement, I'd like to run to the other side of the vehicle, like the side sure. of the vehicle opposite where yep. the escort is, and then fire magic missiles at it.
2: Okay. And I'll do fire four magic missiles at it. Yeah, I know normally it just auto hits. Yep. So I will need you to roll an attack for this. Sure thing. Uh, attack for all of Yeah, roll me four, for
1: please. For four? Okay. 14, 16, 17, and
2: one. You light the vehicle up. You sort of throw your hands forward. The magic missiles fly from your fingertips on your, your natural hand. Yeah. I think from your artificial hand, it's almost more liquid. Like, it's almost like it seeps out of your hand, forms Mm -hmm. and fires. So you're still getting it. It's just the flesh doesn't quite react the same way. Yeah. So you fire one, you fire two, you fire three, and you can see the vehicle burst into flame and uh, descend. As you go to fire the last one, there's a lightning strike overhead, Uh -uh. and suddenly your entire hand and arm light up. Light bursts out of your eyes, your nose, your mouth, Ah. uh, and you collapse unconscious. So I'm going to drop us out of (laughs) of initiative order um, since the enemies are now all dead.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I will sprint towards the car. I've got to
0: drag Alan away from it. Is she breathing? Like, is yeah,
2: she's she's just unconscious. Like, she it almost looks like she was just overwhelmed. Like, in a robot, would be short circuiting. Cool. The moment mm. I see
0: she's breathing, I'm back at the car because I need to know if we've got Bethany Rathburn or not inside I'm,
2: it. I'm driving over there as well. It would seem that Bethany Rathburn has suffered the same fate as her daughter, burned to death in a car <laughs> shot by monsters. <laughs> Well then, we fucking did it. Uh, okay,
0: uh, we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, we can't take that fucking limo. Just like Laura speaking. Like, why
1: do we even plan to like keep anyone alive?
0: <laughs> now we like got. We can save that for, for an in character nice. conversation, yeah. Yeah. but the answer is one of us didn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess I'll get Alan. Uh, we've got the limo how damaged is the limo Tom? I mean
2: it's bad but it's not that bad it really hasn't been shot very much it's it probably just inside just looks is bad. like a charnel house but like everything else is fine. okay we'll
0: throw Alan into the limo. I'll get into the limo. Knowing that these things are like corp tracked, we've stolen enough stuff before that I imagine if there's a black box, rip it out. And if there's an override program or a tracking program, remove it. I say you'd probably be on the physical element. Yes. I would and I would do the, the box. Okay. Like sure. So i was going to
2: say, you can go ahead and do that. Okay, cool. can, great. You've kind of got time. I imagine this is as you're like fleeing the scene. Yeah. That said, you are in perhaps the world's most conspicuous vehicle currently. That's so. why I,
0: I think we're going to go to our van to get the fuck out of there. We're
2: like, we dropped it at a neutral location somewhere in the woods. Mm. So, So as you pull off into the woods, you can hear sirens. Again, regulators are a bit fractured right now, but they're still around. So sort of a bunch of regulators are approaching the scene. There's mass chaos. Vehicles are fleeing. Uh, There's enough chaos that I think you can kind of slip into the trees. And then I assume you torch the limo. Correct. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, all the DNA we left is
0: fake anyways. But yeah, we don't want to deal with prints or any of the other shit.
2: So you managed to get back into the van. Is there anything else you want to do around this area? Alan has not regained consciousness. I think you can wake her up now that you've kind of got her. But she's dazed. It was an overwhelming power surge. Is Alan feeling up to the task? Of assuming the
3: role of Tiffany and going to the mines to meet the guards.
0: Yes, she is. I fucking believe it. Because <laughs> if she isn't, there's no question that Tiffany is the one who organized the assassination of her mother. If we go this way, that we can play it off as something else. Alan, unless you're saying no to this.
1: I think I can
3: I She can sounds just like Tiffany. <laughs> we um, got to get to this meeting. Tiffany had a relapse. I'll radio the twists for Sublime Trist and her gang. Okay, you guys are greenlit and basically be like,
2: bring the car to this location. You will be escorting. Tiffany Rathburn to the meet. They will meet her further down the coast mm. and come up from the south rather than the north just to be as far away from like the chaos as possible. You've lost the seahorse, so they put her on one of their bikes. I think probably riding on the back. I don't think they'd let her drive a bike. Although Tiffany did insist on driving her car earlier. (laughs) But she's sober now because she went through rehab. Okay, well, let's say then that Trist has... Yeah, she has a car. They stole a car. That's fine. They have enough access to Johns who drive vehicles that it would be easy for them to just steal a vehicle while someone is getting their jollies off. They're so, sexy
0: people with sexy cars. Exactly.
2: So, oh, yeah, it's curious. like uh, <laughs> the equivalent of a Ferrari or something. So, just like a, like a cool rich person vehicle. It's an El Ferrari. Yeah, an L Ferrari, yes. Uh, <laughs> it pulls up and you can see that uh, Sublime is actually acting as your driver and you see her in what she clearly kind of would have looked like when she was working as a prostitute. She's wearing like a long wig and like she's concealed the augmentation by making it look more cosmetic. It is projecting various shapes and patterns over her face. So it's almost like a digital veil. Um, and she's wearing like a stunning evening gown that's still sort of functional. And she goes, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I miss pants. Um, and then she um, she sort of shifts into gear. And a cool lady. She is a pretty cool lady. She has her escort basically muscle people out of the road a bit. She's ordered them to kind of make a bit of a scene Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't just look like, oh, we're just okay being in traffic. It's like, no, these people are kind of assholes. So you turn up the road towards Fandelin Honor System and Declan where are you? I think we'll have
0: joined as security because we need to establish ourselves as following her around but I have those Wrathburn insignias so I've slapped one on myself and we've slapped one on Honor System so we look like we're like a Tiffany Wrathburn special Okay great great. great. So we, like towel me down of all the gore and viscera
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean should we play it like we were attacked? None too? of our
0: guards have been injured so right. probably
3: not just because everyone's here. And we're driving vehicles that are in good shape again.
0: Yeah so yeah we'll. We'll, we'll give him a little wipey patsy down. Sure. A nice oil bath. I've got like the oil can from like Wizard of Oz <laughs> in my backpack. it's so like, good. <laughs> and all his little joints.
2: Wicked. So the motorcade rolls up into Fandolin. And you can see it's actually much quieter than previously. And as you roll up to the mine, you can see corpses everywhere. There's just dead guards. There seems to have been some kind of altercation. But the only dead people you see are Rathburn. Should we shed our Rathburn insignia?
0: We've got Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> there's no arguing that we're here for Rathburns. So there's nothing in sight when we're looking around, or like, how far
2: away are we? Like we this is this? this is you guys driving up to the mine. As you come down the road, the guards that you saw previously, there's splatters of blood on the wall behind them, and their bodies are just there. This is very strange on the scale of things.
1: Is done recently?
2: Well, we were here
0: last night and there were an an army of people hanging out and now there's just dead people where they were. I assume it's the same people. I didn't get that close. I I doubt they traded them. This would be a really weird trick. I think we're sort of obligated to check this one out if we want to solve the mystery.
3: Should we go in? We've got the twists with it. There's a hell of a lot more than nothing. I will go in. Declan, you may take up a sniper's perch or join me.
0: I'll join you and just stay over your shoulder. Do you want to stay here, Tiffany? I'm
1: feeling a bit exposed, looking like a Rathburn.
0: All right. So hey, we're all going in. Yay. Uh, leave like two twists outside, please, with this communicator.
2: <laughs> Great. So immediately upon pulling up, Sublime is just, the dress would have been a huge inconvenience. So she's just like belting it and uh, mm-hmm. you know pulling out her knives. The twists will cover the outside. They're not going to go in with you because they don't want to control 10 NPCs while we hang out. So it's the three of you with Sublime. What do you do? I think we've got to
0: advance into the area. Like we probably fall into the same patterns that we've done forever. And Sublime seems like she's pretty capable. So I imagine she just joins where it's like honor system up front. I'm probably not the last in line, but pretty close. We put Sublime next to honor system because clearly they're the two who are good up closey fighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alan would probably gently bring up the rear. So there's like the two... Me off to the side for flanking, for shooting, and then Alan behind them.
2: So you approach the mine, and again, very run down. There's like broken mining bots everywhere, and clearly things were kind of left where they lay. As you make your way up, you can see that all of these kills have been super efficient. We're talking like John Wick level. People have been dropped Mm. um, with ruthless efficiency. And you kind of make your way up to the entrance of the mine, and again you can see guards have been taken out. You can see some spent I oh no, it wouldn't be shell casings because they're using laser weapons. Just like laser mags and stuff like that. They never reloaded. So you can tell whatever this was, it was quick, at okay. least from the from the entry. Are there any
3: additional vehicles around? No. Wow. All on foot, or the vehicles have been relocated. Like maybe they dropped off or were airdropped or something like that. This is a we are dealing with a crack
2: team of operatives. Yup. You begin to make your way into the mine, and you're seeing similar instances. This time, you do start to see more clearly fire was returned. There's some mags and that sort of thing. You can see weapons kind of randomly discarded, which would seem to suggest someone or someone's switching guns as they go. But, yeah, it's just a sort of a pure killing fest. You make your way further in, sort of a large expanse with a mining office. There's electric lights that have been put up. You can tell sort of like in a dig site, like these have clearly just been added by Rathburn on the past day or so. Large central area, there's tunnels carrying on. But this is where you would have held the meeting. You step into the space and a lone figure kind of steps out of the office. He's a drow dressed in very simple, very functional clothes and he's got kind of modified laser pistols in each hand. And training them on all of you, sort of like long silver hair, the usual drowish thing, mm-hmm. he hesitates and he looks directly at Alan and he says, you're not Tiffany Rathburn. Who are you people? I am Honor system. All right, that makes one. What about the other two?
0: All right, I'm Declan. This is, nah, fuck it. This is Alan. And that's Sublime Trist. Who are you?
2: My name's Drizit Duerden and I came here to kill some Rathburns.
0: This episode of Dumb Dumbs and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at TheRyanLaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is called Stars Without Number, and Dum Dumbs and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yavern, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Dum Dums and Dragons, 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time Christian Menicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, James Cuellar, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash Dum Dum Dice. Thanks to them. And a little bit of thanks to you.
2: Epilogue. On the mainland, the war had ground to a halt, but that didn't mean there was peace. Faerun was still very much on edge. Reports of the movements of the dragon cult securing power in the east, word of the planteers mustering their forces in their famed city in the sky, and all eyes pointed west to the kingdom of Akka, waiting to see when their laser-weapon-armed forces would march yet again. For some, this chaos spread fear. For some, it signaled opportunity. One of the many sure things about war is that it breeds secrets, and secrets were Vahina Bashodes' business. Her parents didn't raise her to collect secrets, quite the opposite. They taught her to help those in need. But having watched them be taken advantage of again and again by con artists and shysters, Vagina decided to take these ne'er-do-wells as her mentors. And she made a pretty good run of things, until she got caught. Sometimes it pays to disappear quickly, and so, under the guise of attending university in Neverwinter, Fahina set out to make her fortune, and the chaos of war gave her the perfect opportunity. And so it was that Fahina found herself in an aristocrat's overstuffed study in Baldur's Gate, examining a sheath of handwritten papers that clearly should have been burned. The letter was from a group called the Planteers, clearly a powerful house that Fahina had never heard of, advising their friend the aristocrat in Baldur's Gate that they would recommend packing up and moving on sooner than later, that the goal they had been striving for for years had finally come to fruition, that with the power of the captain, they would finally be able to reshape the world to their liking, starting with Baldur's Gate. They warned that while House Aka was still a threat, they needed to beware House Farch and their new allies, Fahina had planned on blackmailing the aristocrat, but now she could see a bigger payday ahead. All she had to do was find this house-farch. There's a sound of guards in the hallway, and Fahina took her cue to exit, slipping out a window and into the night. Time to go find some dum-dums.
3: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
4: Greetings, fans of the Esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep-voiced chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, oh, the, the strange name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Red pepper, Pepsi. yes. yes. It, <coughs> in a world where something, something, something... That's the one? Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's a, oh that, that was a very clever joke. Yes. So I am a very turgid man. You are. I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right, you are. <coughs> in a world... Oh, <laughs> God normal. Uh oh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us. Float! They float! At float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh god, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's gonna have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic medium. <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta? I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.